And welcome everyone to episode 11 of Unleash the Craigle podcast. I am your host, Jonathan Craigle. I want to thank you for being here. As we wind down this final week or so of 2023, I just want to say again a special thank you for those that have been listening, followed. I know that it seems like this has been a little bit sporadic. It hasn't come out. I haven't come out with as many episodes as I originally intended. Uh, I pay for, uh, through my hosting, 12 hours of uh, posted podcasting a month. Uh, I haven't come near that. And I, it's not so much, it's not disappointment. It's just I tried to use these few months to get a feel for really what direction I wanted and, and to see kind of organically how the podcast would flow, what kind of topics I might want to talk about, getting some of the interviews together. Again, special thank you to Carissa Stapp, to Jason Marlowe, and uh, the episode you'll hear part one of today, my conversation with uh, Justin Thompson and Erica Chapman, but his wife, and you'll hear in the course of the conversation that uh, she is changing her name to the, her married name. It's just a matter of doing the paperwork. So JT and Erica Thompson, and it was just a great conversation and really have enjoyed that. But rather than cranking out episodes needlessly, I really wanted to get a flow of where I wanted the direction of this to go. And to that end, I'll have some exciting news about that. And rebranding, name change, and and how 2024, I believe, will be the year of not unleashing the Craigle anymore, but a different uh, name for the podcast. And uh, the direction will be more firm, and I think it really will flow really nicely with how I want and how this podcast has, has really kind of formulated in the midst of these interviews and so forth. So uh, stick around after the interview, uh, about 34 minutes of interview time with them. What a fantastic chance to sit down with a great couple. If, if you know them, you, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you've never met them, they're people that you can become friends with very easily. And, and you'll see that and hear that actually in the midst of this 35 or 34 minute conversation that we had to Know, that I'm presenting for your listening pleasure. I feel like it's sort of like a gift before Christmas to share this with all of you. And uh, I really believe that you'll really enjoy and you'll laugh and smile. And those that are married or have very serious relationships will will really enjoy that part of it. But those of us that are single or you know, are not in relationships will really enjoy some of the the funny moments that we had in in the midst of of this this time. So, thank you again so much. Uh, without further ado, let's get to the interview. JT and Erica Thompson. Enjoy everybody, and stick around at the end for some exciting information about the podcast. And welcome everybody. This is Unleash the Craigle. I am Jonathan Craigle, and today we have special guests. It's been a bit trying to get scheduling between me and them and busyness and life, but we finally pinned them down. So uh, we have Erica and JT. We'll talk about what JT is, but we'll get to that. Uh, but Erica and JT Thompson, um, 
people I've known for a long time, a lot of most of my fitness life, if you will, um, at least second life. And so I have them here today. We're going to talk about a lot of different stuff, CrossFit, life, new jobs, changes, ultra running, and everything in between. So welcome, JT and Erica. Thank you. Okay, so right off the bat, tell me a little bit about yourselves. You can go rock, paper, scissors to decide who goes first, <laughs> but just give me a little, give it, give the listeners a little, yep, here they go, rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh. Oh. <laughs> rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay. You go first. So okay. Just tell me, you can start uh, from wherever you want, tell me just a little about what, yourself. Uh, my name is Justin Thompson, 33 years old. Uh uh, I coach here at CrossFit I Love It, where we're doing the podcast, uh, which is how I know Craigle, Unleash the Craigle. <laughs> I'm here with my wife, Erica Chapman, not yet Thompson, but... Soon. Soon. <laughs> I was going to ask, but I, I threw that in there because I wasn't sure if you were keeping Chapman or whatever. Okay, yeah. so sitting uh, here with her. And uh, Anyways, just about me, I'm... Um, I coach here. I've competed in CrossFit for years. I'm kind of moving out of that phase of my life and moving into more professional opportunities and and personal, like pursuing art, and but still trying to you know maintain fitness and health and well-being and all that good stuff. And you're originally from Bellingham. Bellingham. Yeah. You grew up here. Yeah. Bellingham High? Bell, uh, Seahome High School. Seahome. Yeah. Was it Mariners? Seahome Mariners. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Mariners. Shout Let's out go. Mariners. Okay, and then now Erica? Um, I'm Erica Chapman, soon to be Thompson. Gosh darn all the paperwork. Uh, I am 30 years old, and I also coach here at CrossFit. I love it. I have been coaching here for almost 10 years now. So just about as long as the gym has been open. Um competed in CrossFit early on, like back in like 2009 and 10 and back in the very old CrossFit days. And we live here in Linden. Um, I'm originally from Burlington. So I went to Burlington Edison High School. Which is about? Like an hour south of where we are. Um, Moved up to Bellingham to go to Western. And then that's where I met Kaylee. And that's how I got out to I Love It. Shout out Vikings! Shout out Vikings! Right? I'm shout it out. So, yep. so yeah. So, I, 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 I've been doing the uh, interviews here at CrossFit. I love it in Linden, the the little gym that can is what I call it. Um, and yeah, I've known Erica. I actually think I'm member 24 at I Love It mm-hmm. since uh, January 2013. Yep. Back when I couldn't do a pull up, let alone a chest bar. Uh, <laughs> and then I met JT via. Mm-hmm. Erica, who she brought him. So you guys, and we're just kind of, kind of let this kind of flow where it goes. Uh, you guys met where, at what, at, at an a, event, I believe, at a wedding, at a wedding yes. that you each knew. What you knew the same person, or so I was a bridesmaid in the wedding. So the two okay. people that were getting married were really good friends of mine from college. Um, I was a bridesmaid in the wedding, so I knew a good amount of people at the wedding. You knew everybody. I knew everybody. JT knew two people. Two people, yeah. K Dog and Travis. And my buddy Travis was uh, invited to the wedding, and his girlfriend at the time couldn't make it, so he 
Viewers Drag plus me one. Along, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Wait, why not? That's not a word. Uh, why not crash this you, wedding? You with brought my buddy? it to plus one and beat your wife. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a story. Worked out really well. So hopefully your friend has been taking care of oh, your he's great. Year, he right? was one of my one of my groomsmen and yeah. He got to tell the whole story. It was great. That's funny. Yeah. I think yeah. he said that very shortly we realized that Justin became Erica's plus one. And <laughs> 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 so it's very shortly. And that was what year? 2016. 2016. Yep. We are actually, today is our seven year anniversary of dating. Yeah. Yeah. But you mm. don't have to count that anymore. No, yeah. <laughs> your anniversary is one. You guys got married. October when? 8th. Good job. Yeah. What year? Uh, 2022? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, good. Yep. <laughs> Last I was gonna, I, that was my question. Easy right now. <laughs> what's your anniversary? And a lot of guys fumble it. Like, they're like, uh, when is our anniversary? Yeah. So, good for you. Good job. You, you get bonus points. So, um, so you met, dated mm-hmm. for? Five years? Yeah, we years? dated for five, five years. And then got engaged. Yeah. And then we were engaged for a year. A little over a year. Yeah. And got married. And you got married, was it, it wasn't COVID? No. No. It was a year after COVID. Year no, after two years COVID. after. Yeah, we got married last year, so you 2022. Got, you just baby married. Yes. Yeah. You're still honeymooning. Still honeymooning. Yeah, cool. <laughs> well, and you guys are coaches, so actually it's interesting. We just, you all just finished, so you've had a full day, because we did the 9 a.m. class. <laughs> Erica coached it, mm-hmm. uh, so the 9 a.m. Saturday morning class, which I you never did until this year, and now I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, I usually love it. I complained today. I did. It was and a tough one. She, yeah. She put yeah, she wrote right it. <laughs> so the coaches, you know, I Love It has a, a great Saturday program, 9 a.m. You show up. And then after that got done, you guys immediately came up and did a mm-hmm. two-hour coaches meeting. Yep. Um, so shout out to the, uh, to Matt and Kaylee, love lady, who are the owners of the gym, um, mainly because I was just having a chat with Matt. One thing they do so well here is not just the community, the members, but the coaches get training. The coaches get together. The coaches have that these deep friendships mm-hmm. that you, it's not just showing up to a workout. You're showing up to this whole thing that's this foundation that's been done before you even get to it. Mm-hmm. And I always appreciate it. I don't do that part of it, but I see it, you know, so much like now the care that's put into it. And the coach is caring in that. So shout out. So CrossFit, yeah. if you uh, hear this podcast, you need to come do a special on I Love It <laughs> and the coaches. Okay, so Erica, let's talk a little bit because you started coaching at I Love It when? 2014? So I came over in 2014, like the fall. So like November of like 2014. I actually started as Kaylee's intern at Western. That was how I like found out about her. I needed internship hours for my degree. Okay. And so I reached out to her cause she did the wellness program at right, Western. So I right. was like, Oh, I'll just intern for that. And then as soon as we met, she was like, Matt and I need an intern for the gym. Like we need help. Like right. they had just been open for a year and there were right. just a lot of systems they needed help putting into place. And it was like, we could like use another coach and stuff. So it kind of just like turned into, cause they were, I mean, Matt was coaching Pretty much everything full except time. the six AMs because uh, right. Chris Pash was right. here doing those. Right, so, so he then, was coaching the whole time. So he needed help with coaching. Needed help with all the today, paperwork. Today, if we fast forward right now, you have almost ten. 10 yeah, ten, 10 coaches. Yep, going. nine. We have nine. Yep. Okay. Nine. And of so, them. so you jumped in, and what I recall about it was you got in as an intern, and then mm-hmm. you started being coming like 
you took over as many coaching classes as yeah. like you coached a lot. Yes, and, yep. And it was good for you as a coach. Yeah. Um, good for you probably for money, but mm-hmm. uh, it's like, that's what I recall is it, that shift that when Matt made a transition of job, it's like all of a sudden Erica's the lead <laughs> coach because she was the only coach. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and so, so you did that. Mm-hmm. What's the best part about I mean, in the 10 years you've done this, 10 yeah. plus years, what's mm-hmm. the best part of, or I coming up on 10 years, I guess, but yeah. what's the best part of the coaching and what's the worst part of coaching? <laughs> it's the same answer. The people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're the best and the worst. Yeah. Um, the people are so great. Like there's just, you'll just get a class where it's just like everybody is just, all the vibes are there. Mm-hmm. Just all the vibes are there. Everybody's in a good mood. The sun is shining. The bay doors are open. It's a great workout. Like people are just, it's just the vibes and you just feed off of that so much as a coach and you have the right people. And, mm-hmm. um, it's so fun seeing like the spectrum of CrossFit. Like it's so great to see somebody on their like first day of their mm-hmm. real, like getting into real classes after they've done intro camp. And it's like, they're kind of like deer in headlights. Like, Oh my gosh, I'm doing this thing. But it's, to see the community come around that person is mm-hmm. awesome. And then you have all the way up to like our games athletes that are in our classes or just our really experienced members, like mm-hmm. our members that have been here for eight, nine plus years. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they know exactly what we're doing. And you see, you put all those people into one room and it's mm-hmm. so cool to see everybody vibing together. And then the worst part about coaching is sometimes the vibes aren't there. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you just kind of get like a, you get like a down energy or you, or you get Craigle in your class that keeps interrupting you or complaining, <laughs> pseudo complaining. I'm not really complaining. It's just I know it'll get the coaches a little bit lit up and waking up on a 5.30 afternoon. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah that's yeah, the best and it. the worst part yeah. All, yeah. all at the same time. Yeah. Coaching it, itself is is cool. It's a cool skill to... I mean, it's like, it's like wrangling... Kittens. Elementary kids. It's like... Or, or kittens, cats yeah. Into I mean, a box. I can't imagine because it's like taking everybody about their children and trying to gather them and trying to gather all the people who haven't seen friends, you know, for 24 hours. They mm-hmm. want to catch up on the last 24 hours. Yep. Or T Swift uh-huh. and Travis Kelsey. You got to exactly. talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so it's hard though because you have a limited time though in class yes. to get what is done mm-hmm. and move on and get people out the totally. door and move on to the next class. And, yeah, that wrangling is always funny. So And it's so yeah. great to see all the friendships yeah. that people have made. And it is, it is like that where it's like, oh my gosh, like these two people, they finally got into a class together and they haven't seen each other for like months. Like their yeah. work schedules have just been off. So now it's like, we got to catch up on three months worth of class and, or like of life and work out all in an hour. And that's usually the 930, if I recall right. It can be co- the 930. Coffee hour or yes. whatever. It rolls yeah. into the evening sometimes. Yeah. I feel like yeah. people kind of get thrown into the evening classes and then they get to see their friends and it's just it's so awesome to see that but then at the same time i'm like i got stuff to get through and like (laughs) i have things i want to say and i want to coach and i want to show you and it's like i can't do that if you're talking about this but i but i love seeing that right yeah so we were talking about the best and worst you've been coaching you started coaching here when uh 2018 okay i started in 2016 at colson crossfit Uh uh-huh Met her, came over in 2018. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so your your CrossFit journey, because hers started, yeah, 10 years ago. Yours started in 2016? Yes. Is that when you yeah. first were introduced to it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And where did you, where did you learn about CrossFit? 
I had known it was around for a few years. Like I had friends who did it, and I was always kind of like, I could totally do that on my own and just get get just as fit. And then <laughs> I learned very quickly. My buddy Justin Santos, shout out. Yeah. He uh, he was coaching at Colson at the time, and he couldn't get me to come into a class. But we were gonna hang out one evening. And he's like, all right, man, I'm just closing up shop. You should just come meet me here. And I got there, and he had all this stuff, like, set up for a workout. And he's like, all right, you're doing a workout. <laughs> Perfect. And I did all it. All right. I did it. I'm excited. It was tough, but do you I loved it? it. Yeah. Do you remember the workout? I think he had me do, like, some box jumps. Uh, I think there was a barbell involved, and then, like, a sandbag run. Okay. Yeah. And you weren't a runner back then like you are now. No, I was very out of shape. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought were, I was fit, but I was do you really... Recall, do you recall your first workout? Karen. It was it? It was okay. Karen, and then rest five minutes and run a mile for time. And I cried the whole time. I was 15. I was 15 when I started CrossFit, wow. and my sister... I got cut from my sophomore year yeah. basketball team in high school. Okay. And my sister was like, I found this thing. You should come try it with me. Wow. And I did, and I cried Karen. the entire first class. I think I got through, like, 30 wall balls without crying. And I remember I did it to, like, an eight-foot line with, like, a six-pound med ball. I squatted to a med ball, yeah. and, like, I just cried. And then yeah. Sam was like, okay, like, we're resting now, and then we're going to go run a mile. And I was literally running just, like, <laughs> just, like, bawling my eyes out. And then she, like, dropped me off back at home, and she was like, I'll pick you up tomorrow at 4. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I've been well, CrossFit for yeah. almost 17 years, yeah. so almost 16 years now. Yeah. So uh, what is your best and worst about coaching? Best and worst. We're chatting a little bit about that. Best about it, and what's the worst thing about it? Oh man, the best thing is to to you know help people and and watch them become inspired and then start to get better and Mm. you know just grow in that way and you get to share all this experience and knowledge with them and Mm. yeah, that's by far the best part. It doesn't have to be terrible worst, but. There, you have to have something at times where you're like, oh. Oh, my, yeah. he's, that's easy. It's repeating myself to people. <laughs> it's my biggest pet peeve. If I have to say something more than three times, I'm furious. <laughs> Not furious. Okay. I'll say it again, but I'm, I don't want to. Shout out, I love it, members. Listen when the coaches are talking. Yes. That includes me, you know. Even though I read the workouts ahead of time at every point I post them, but. Yeah, you still respect, but you know, yeah, and you're not it like happens. you're not the boisterous type who's going to get in people's face. Yeah. Um, no. But if you but if you don't know JT, he's a actually is a good lead in. Uh, he's a he's not a burly guy, but he's a guy that you wouldn't necessarily look at and go, I want to mess with this guy. <laughs> but yeah, but, but but I mean, when you see him, but then you talk to him, you're like, oh, well, I, could, I could take him, but I really couldn't take him because it's the, he's the nicest, strong dude you'll meet. So, which actually leads to a quick question. We're gonna bounce off for a second. We'll come back and that. So, you were a former national or world record? Holder. Oh yeah, world record holder. Powerlifting. Powerlifting. Yeah. Yeah. In was... high school. Uh, it was just, I had just graduated high school. I was in my first year of college. I was 19 years old and I was trained for my first powerlifting meet and, um, 
my buddy, my best friend DJ, his dad was powerlifter back in the 70s. And so he trained me for this thing. And yeah, it was the world record back squat for a 19-year-old's drug-tested raw, which means you don't use any reinforced no. stitching clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, you can use knee sleeves to like, what, 7 millimeter? Or is I it forget what the standard I thought was. raw was you couldn't use anything. You could use knee sleeve. I remember okay. I had wraps on my knees. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and that was, a, that was an interesting experience. You remember, you remember what you squatted? 565. Okay. Yeah. 565 back squat. Yes. As a 19-year-old. Yeah. Wow. And you were drug tested for it. So it you were all yeah. amped up on stuff. <laughs> yeah. Looking at you, I can tell. Because if you were amped up, you'd be a buck. You know, you'd be gigantic. <laughs> you literally wouldn't fit through the doorway. So, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, and that's what's so funny is you were, you were strong. But the CrossFit journey, you found fitness yes so you found i mean where you were in both of you where you were before you started crossfit you were athletes Mm -hmm. but then you kind of come in and you find out there's not just specialties but there's some fitness that goes into uh that relates to sport but it's beyond that Mm -hmm. like your lung capacity Mm -hmm. and aerobic capacity and and strength but functional strength gymnastics (laughs) yeah structural yeah all kinds of it's yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It's a, it's been a great journey. Let's see. We talked about who you are. We talked about. So, let's talk about what do you we were just talking before the podcast. I know them when they were doing other jobs. But let's forget all that or what you you were doing. What are you doing now? Rock paper scissors JT. <laughs> uh right now I I actually just got a job with UPS. Okay. So, I'm signing on as a a seasonal delivery driver and and I'm hoping to make it into the career side. It's okay. a great company and yeah. They pay really well. Benefits. And you look good in brown? Oh, yes. Yeah. That's what I got married in. <laughs> that's what he got married that's in. Good. That was that's, a suit color. from his wife. Yeah. <laughs> it's good, it's good anything. Anything. Brown. Yeah. I'm excited and yeah. it's going to allow me to keep, you know, coming to the gym regularly. Yeah. Pursue my art. Yeah. And pay the bills. Yeah. So. Well, I, and so UPS, so, and you're going at the right time because you're going to be like working like crazy with all the deliveries that will be coming with yep. the holidays. It's peak season. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's yeah. very cool. And then and then you also, we're going to talk more about this, but you also started a new endeavor. Yeah. Not a new endeavor, but a business endeavor called... Oh, JT oh. Fine Art. We have, and we, we have, have so stuff. many things. They have so many things. So JT Fine well, Art. JT yeah. Fine Art, yeah. I've, I've, I went to school for uh, uh, art and painting and drawing and art history. And I uh, when I, I found CrossFit, I got so obsessed with it, I kind of like forgot all about art. <laughs> which is, I'm not upset about that. I'm, I'm glad I... I got to do CrossFit the way I did and mm. but I picked it up in this last year and I found the new the, the, you renewed the love for I did, what you yeah. did I never yeah. really tried watercolor and and yeah I've always wanted to and I have just been slowly like doing more and more paintings which is surprising because when you when you posted the first painting I thought well that's a cool one I wonder where he bought that because <laughs> you can never imagine again the listeners who don't know JT you look at him you think 
This is not a guy who who does art. No, he doesn't strike you as an artist. Not one person who has dainty little paintbrushes and like So, so imagine that uh, Bob Ross has no afro. He's good looking. He's strong. <laughs> He's got functional fitness, and that's JT. So, <laughs> and so it's been going good, actually, right? Yeah, I mean, You yeah. sold your first commission painting to an unbelievable person. Oh, yes. <laughs> that no, would that be was, who? Oh, that would be me. Unleash yeah. the Craigle. It's going to be worth a lot one day, I Well, hope. yeah. Anybody who wants the very first commission painting by JT, um, $15,000 <laughs> So, no, yeah. It was very cool to see and, and yeah. uh, very fun. And fun to see. So we'll, I'll post the links and we can talk more about this and such. Erica, and then we'll come mm-hmm. back to But Erica, okay. you're doing what now? Um, I work at Van Wingerdens, which is a plant nursery out in and Blaine. Say, say it again for our listeners. Van Wingerdens. And is that a Dutch? That's a very Dutch <laughs> name <laughs> right there. Dutch name. Um, yeah. So I am the, I work in the garden center. So at Van Wingerdens, we call it VWs. Okay. Has a, it has the garden like center side and then it has the wholesale side. Okay. Um, we have, right now we currently have 300,000 poinsettias growing. Wow. So that just gives you an idea of like the like the size of it. We have four different greenhouses, yeah. um, and I am what we call our product manager. So okay. my responsibility there is managing the floor where all the flowers go, and like going out in the morning and like looking and being like, okay, like this table's empty, this table's empty. Like we need this, this, and this, and then going out to all the greenhouses, hand picking all the product and bringing it in. Okay. So that's what I do out there, um, and then I coach here, and then. How many days a week do you coach, though? Uh, two. At, yeah. Right now, I'm just coaching four classes a week. So normally okay. one six a.m. on Fridays, and then I coach in evening, which has turned out to be Tuesdays. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So and then during the summer, we have SEAL Team, <laughs> so yeah. we own a concrete yeah. protection and restoration business also. Because my job's very at VWs is very seasonal. June, yeah. July, August are the slowest months for a flower yeah. store. Right. Um. So yeah. And so yeah, and with that you you prep and seal concrete all outdoor concrete outdoor specifically. Carbon. Okay. Yep. We're and trying to move are, into guys, the indoor. And that's part scene. of the reason why it took so long to get them. I've been trying for I think six weeks <laughs> to get you guys, and maybe even before that to get you on the podcast oh, yeah. because just busy, and then, mm-hmm. and you got to get it now because of the this. first colds have just hit. 27 degrees last night, 28 the night before. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, those who don't think it gets cold in western Washington, it's it's coming or it's here. Um, So that's very cool. And you guys started that company, kind of an offshoot. You were working for... We are working for Greg. One of our our members, Uh again, how close everything is. So Greg Blankers, and you worked for him and then... For three years. And then Greg actually was the one that encouraged us to go out on our own. I mean, the story goes, sorry, Greg, but what I heard was you can either start your own business or... Or I'm going to fire you. <laughs> <laughs> he said that we would be foolish to continue to work for him yeah. when we could start our own thing and get paid more for exactly what we were doing. Because yeah. we were good enough at it. We are good yeah. enough at it. Yeah. And he was like, you guys deserve to be compensated or, more. Or the money for it. Yeah. So it's kind of a nice flow because with your seasonal and mm-hmm. seal fit. And, or those, and you, you can always, I, I have no doubt that Kaylee and Matt, would be happy for you to bounce into extra coaching if you needed yeah. it here and there. Mm-hmm. And if, with JT, with UPS, hopefully that works out. Good thoughts. Yes. Uh, yeah. With yeah. that. And 
But the, the other thing that strikes me with, as I've known you guys is, one, uh, you guys are, are, oh, what would I say? Not diametrically opposed, not opposed, but opposites. Mm-hmm. Right? Eric is very outgoing, and JT is as quiet as can be. And he's drawn out more since you've known each other, since I've observed you guys. And Erica can have her quiet times, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. unless yes. Taylor Swift and Carrie are around. Then there's no <laughs> chance. There's no chance. There's but, no chance. But it's really <laughs> funny to watch you guys because you guys have such an interesting. I always observe. I'm divorced, but I observe relationships mm-hmm. and I observe people and how they interact. And I see like the interactions between you two and even Mitch and Kaylee, or Mitch and, and Carrie and Matt and Kaylee. Mm-hmm. And you see these. People who are opposites, and I'm a believer that my my kids' mom, my you know, uh, what, uh, previous wife or for, you know ex-wife, I hate that term, but whatever <laughs> term you want to use, yeah. uh, we are opposites too, mm-hmm. and I think opposites sharpen mm-hmm. each other like iron mm-hmm. sharpens iron. Yes. You need that because if you have the same exact person, you you can't really grow. You both stay you the no, same. You have no opposites, mm-hmm. and all you'll do is stagnate. So so what? I'm going to ask this one. What's the best thing about JT and the thing that just still irritates you? Oh, and, then, and then JT, you'll get full. Spicing it up on You'll get first dibs, so. Uh, the, be- the best thing about him is that he's a, he's like an onion. Like, and not just for sometimes how he smells. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, he's, there's so much more to him. And it... There are so few people that get to see all of those layers, like, completely taken down. And I feel like that was, like, every year that we've been together, it's like, there's still there's still more in there. And it's like, when we go to, like, family things and he's with his sister and his mom, or when I see him with, like, his best friend DJ, mm-hmm. it's like... There's this truest form of his self, mm. but he reserves that for very few. Mm. And I just, I think that's really special. Mm-hmm. And I sure. just think it's very unique yeah. and it's like, it yeah. makes me feel very like grateful that I get to see that and yeah. I get to be with that for yeah. the rest of my life. So it's yeah. like, yeah. that's my favorite thing. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're not going to get out of oh, the thing that irritates you still or you, because <laughs> <laughs> it's growth, right? Yeah. You can be cranky in the morning. Yeah. The cranky mornings are, oof. They're, yeah. puts me in a bad mood when I wake up, yeah. and then we get into a fight, and I'm like, you were cranky. Yeah, I know, I'm not nope. going to deny that. <laughs> <laughs> but the, aware, the, but the awareness of it, I yes. think, I look at it as, if you're aware of it, mm-hmm. it's yeah. not it's, it's going to yeah. drastically change. Totally. He's probably been a cranky pants. You could talk to his mom. He's probably been a cranky pants his, his whole life. His teacher said it about him. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and that's okay. Sometimes the quiet, sometimes the quiet ones are the crankiest. You know? They are, and you don't turn the bathroom uh, yeah. fan on. But that's that's sometimes. again that's one, of, that's, one of, that's one of those things with the special Credo coffee. Maybe that'll change, and we'll hook yeah, you up with yeah, more. There you, so, go. there you go. Okay, full full chance now, JT. The best thing about it, Erica and it's okay. Uh-huh. I got your back. Okay. The uh-huh. best thing about Erica. Best thing about Erica. Which is also kind of the worst thing. <laughs> so maybe in two birds with one stone here, but she's the most selfless person I've ever mm. met. To a fault, sometimes. Mm, yeah. Like, she yep. will sacrifice her own, you know, time, well-being, mm. money. It doesn't matter. She wants other people to be happy and mm. and and 
you know, to show them love and take care of them. And it's amazing. And I think that was one of the things that really drew me to her mm. when we first met. And but then it's like I'm we're trying to train her to to be selfish sometimes <laughs> yeah. with her time and stop yeah. people pleasing and stop draw boundaries. Pleasing. And yes. it's very yeah. it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, I hear I hear it. It's so interesting when I've chatted. You're in my third interview, but what I've it, the same exact thing that changed that evolution uh, of us as people. And that's where I think the relationship part, if you were left alone and hadn't met, you know, where would you be? Oh, yeah. You, you, you know, and I think that's what's so amazing to me that draws out is your awareness early in your marriage and at your age, mm-hmm. what, 30? Mm-hmm. You guys are 30. 33, you're, yeah. You're babies. Yeah. You're babies, yeah. you're babies <laughs> right? Um, and, and you haven't had any, not that you haven't had traumatic events in your life, but you've not had any traumatic events that have led you to this. It sort of happened already in your, your the beginning of your marriage, which mm-hmm. is amazing to have that awareness and keeping that because you can work on it. Yes, you mm-hmm. do should be selfish, but yeah. it doesn't mean you're selfish to a a out, out of balance. That yeah. there's a yes. balance to you know giving. The world needs more giving, mm-hmm. but if only a few give everything and others don't, take. right? And I think that's, I, I sort of learned the same thing that, um, for me, the same exact thing that, mm-hmm. that, so that awareness is good. And you have a partner that if he's cranky, it might not be, <laughs> he might be trying yeah. to say to you, Hey, time. And, mm-hmm. and like we have, you know, today I can guarantee you we're going to have to do another podcast <laughs> down the line because we're not going to get to the questions I want because we're just having a good conversation. But yeah. I know, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. At, yeah. Two o'clock, at 2 o'clock, you guys are out of here because you got events and we got to go. But We can go a little longer. Yeah, we yeah. can go so longer. Yeah, yeah, we'll be fine. We're good. 20 minutes. Don't worry right. about it. 15 we minutes. Can go another, we can go another 30. 15, yeah. okay. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's just keep, let's just yeah. enjoy okay, this. Cool. Yeah. So, so then, okay, so <laughs> we'll go another, the more gentle one. <laughs> If you had somebody come up to you, a young person at the gym, mm-hmm. and say, what is the one life lesson you've learned to now, uh, whether it's you do this differently, or the one life lesson that you would say, you need to do this. I'll give you two. You get two things. They, somebody walks up and says, I see you as an older, you know, you know crossfitter, older person. What's life advice I'm a 17 year old kid going out of high school what would you say to your your 17 year old self like just in regards to crossfit no. or like in life in life just it can be whatever whatever comes to mind to you two things that you would somebody says what would you say to your 17 year old self uh if you and, and but what would you say to them that i could take as knowledge for myself being a 17 year old mm-hmm and you can think for a second about it, and but it should be something that just pops into your yeah. mind, right? Um, I think that? I would tell them to be patient and wise. Mm. Like, just like you are only seventeen. Like the the really big things you want to do in your life, be patient for those, and know that they're a journey. Mm. Like a they're a long journey. But also have the wisdom to know when to take opportunities as they come. Mm. And on that wisdom, like, trust yourself in it. Mm. Like, I think back to being 17 and caring so much about what other people thought I was doing. And I remember choosing things and being like, I don't really want to do that. But they would really like it if I did it. Mm. 
selfless thing and people pleasing. People pleasing. But I wasn't yeah. doing what I actually wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I didn't trust my own wisdom and my own instincts in that. So I'd tell them to be patient and wise. Mm-hmm. And just just know that the really big things you want in life, like getting married and having kids, like that will come, but like you're only in your early twenties once. And if you're in college, you're probably never gonna live in a house with a bunch of your girlfriends or a bunch of your guy friends, like ever again. Mm. And enjoy that. Mm. Don't sacrifice that because you want to rush into getting married or you want to rush into getting like a job. Mm-hmm. But yeah. also be wise to know that if opportunities arise that you need to take or you want to take, like do that and trust yourself in that. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's really good. Boy, tough ass. <laughs> oh, no, I was thinking something very similar. Like the whole idea of like not, you know, do what feels right to you. You know, like I've had so many experiences where somebody told me, you should do this. You should try this because you'd be really good at it and you'd enjoy it. And I give it a try and I, I'm like, oh man, I must be doing this wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep trying and keep trying and keep trying. It takes forever before I realize like, maybe I shouldn't be doing this maybe thing. I just don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like people say that about like, you should play football. I hated football in mm-hmm. high school. Mm-hmm. I'd rather do really art, but nobody <laughs> wants me to be the art guy. Yeah. So I listened to that, and yeah. you know, I could have made so much good art in those years, but I just didn't listen to my yeah. what felt right to me. So yeah, but yeah. You're, you're patient with the fact that you were so young. I mean, I, yeah. I'm coming mm-hmm. up on fifty nine. And I look back and think, man, what would I forget the seventeen-year-old? What would I tell the thirty-year-old? You know, <laughs> no. Uh, and I think you no. go through that, and I think that's, uh, I guess that's what I would say is, you know, to to whatever age is, evaluate constantly, mm-hmm. be evaluating where you are. Are you true to yourself? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you true to what your values are? Um, how much have you changed? Mm-hmm. good or bad and correct the one and keep going doing the other but i think yeah. that's that's the other part is there are certain things you know um even as a fa- as a father now with grandkids it's like i had athletic kids well every one of them should have played football but a couple of them just said no I'm not playing football i'll be a soccer player mm-hmm. and it was kind of that aspect of my urge was to push football but it was, let's let them do what they enjoy. Yes. And it's good for them to have done that. So that's Absolutely. very cool. Yeah. So if you're a 70-year-old, listen to JT and Erica. <laughs> good wisdom from that, right? And you'll have more of that as you go. And there you have it. And I realize it cut off and uh, trying to find a cutoff point uh, because of how you could tell we were having such a great time chatting with one another. Uh, thank you again so much for JT and Erica taking the time on a very busy Saturday that they had to spend time with me and just have a nice conversation. There is part two that I will be releasing after Christmas and before the new year. So you'll want to check that out. Uh, The conversation just continued on with other just really fantastic uh, back and forth uh, uh, interactions between us and the hour and 20 minutes that we spent uh, wasn't nearly enough time. So we'll definitely have them back on to even have more conversations and so forth. And to that end, uh, the news I was talking about when I started this episode, 
you know, Unleash the Krego is what I originally intended, and I thought, oh, it would be a play on words for the Lego movie, Unleash the Krago, and so forth. But I also wanted to take the time with these first episodes to get kind of a feel and a flow of, of direction that I wanted the podcast to go, of how it would just kind of speak to what it would be and what it should be. And as I did the interview with Eric and JT and was editing it and thinking more about it, it just really occurred that the natural flow of this, rather than trying to create something, um, I be- I'm a believer as a writer that the direction of a book or podcast will will speak to you. It will come to you. It will come organically to you uh, and the direction unless you choose not to follow it, will present itself at some point. And I believe that that happened here in the last couple of weeks where it became very apparent as I listened back to episodes, thought about the direction I wanted this to go, and the way that it actually did present itself, that instead of unleash the Kregel, which sounds very controversial or very like in your face, uh, instead, it really became apparent that it was conversations that I was having with people, whether it was me speaking one-on-one with you uh, alone or interviewing people. And so to that end, I'm, I'm rebranding and changing the name of this from Unleash the Kregel to Conversations with Kregel. And so you'll see new a new uh, social media setup and so forth for that, some rebranding and some other things that will be coming down the, the line here in the coming year. And so for now, we can keep it as Unleash the Craggle, but anticipate seeing a new name and so forth, uh, Conversations with Craggle. And I hope that that will be more in line with what the direction I want this to be, that we have a conversation, you and I as the listener, but also you hear the interviews and the conversations that we are having uh, with one another. And so I'm excited about this. Uh, I really feel like that will allow me to really present Probably my goal is to have about 12 hours of content per month starting January 2nd will be the first episode and it will be consistently coming out that way. I'm also planning on posting the episodes up on my YouTube page that will again change from Unleash the Craigle to Conversations with Craigle or, um, you know, in essence, to that effect. So we'll be looking for links for that also. Again, I'm really excited about this, and I know that there are a lot of great interviews I have ahead, a lot of people I'm going to be contacting or have already lined up time with. But again, for my first guests, Carissa Stapp, Jason Marlowe, and JT and Erica Thompson, thank you so much for being vulnerable being able to just sit with me, have a a good conversation after a Saturday uh, morning workout at CrossFit. I love it. And I really hope you as a listener really enjoyed uh, learning about uh, and hearing from these fantastic folks. I'm looking forward to 2024, but we do have uh, Christmas 
is going to be coming up here in the next few days. Just wanted to say to you, take the time to not just get busy or stressed out with all the the celebrations and so forth, but but also give yourself the gift of peace, of kindness, of forgiveness to those that need forgiveness from you, and allow yourself to be forgiven uh, by those, whether they say it or not, for mistakes that you may have made this year or so forth. It's so easy to get caught up in in celebrating for a day and then going right back to the way it was previously. And I really hope and my wish for you is that you'll be able to have joy and have peace and patience and kindness and just the love of family and friends that will then carry you forth each day, each week, and throughout the coming year. If you have a chance, be sure to be kind to others, whether you know them or not. For family and friends, use every opportunity to tell them how much you love them, how much you care for them, how much you need them. 2023 for me, I can do a, a year in review, and I think I'll do an episode to start 2024 about that. But it's been a, a year of joy, you know, four new grandchildren born, uh, two uh, twins born to my nephew and his wife. We also had some tragedy, uh, loss of my son sudden, from a very sudden death in March and uh, loss of my daughter-in-law's mom quite suddenly also this year. And so, like of normal, there's joy, there's heartache, but we take care of one another and take care of ourselves. So, thank you again for listening. I pray you have a wonderful celebration with family and friends. Merry Christmas. And I look forward to chatting with you again after Christmas. I will release part two of the interview that you just heard with JT and Erica. Again, thank you so much for spending time with me and the conversations with Craigle. Take care all. Merry Christmas. <music>